Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a best-selling book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, three-time best-selling author and founder of Big Idea to Bestseller, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it really takes to write an incredible book, to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and to change the world. Now, whether you want more credibility, you want to book more speaking engagements, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Today we have our very first guest on the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, and this one really excites me because Rebecca, and we're going to get into her bio in a second, but Rebecca helped me with the launch. She helped me understand what the podcast should be. She helped me create this. And I'm so grateful because she is so good at what she does. And this entire episode is going to help you understand how you can create a top ranked podcast, how you can get PR as a small business owner, and how you just can crush freaking life. You know what I mean? So Rebecca, let me introduce you here and then we'll bring you on board. But Rebecca Caffiero is an international Forbes business and visibility strategist, TEDx speaker, and top-ranked podcast host, two-time best-selling author, and mother of two. As the founder and CEO of The Pitch Club, a four-woman by women company, she has worked with hundreds of female entrepreneurs to increase their credibility, visibility, and profitability in business. Prior to becoming an entrepreneur, she spent 13 years in corporate America leading sales and marketing teams. Let's go. She is a frequent speaker on online business strategy, creating credibility and visibility, productivity, and personal optimization. As a sought-after media source, Rebecca's tips have been featured in NBC News, ABC News, and publications including Forbes, Reader's Digest, Women's Health, U.S. News, and World Report, and more. She's passionate, passionate about helping female entrepreneurs be recognized as an expert in their field. Are you kidding me? Come on, Rebecca. Welcome to the show. I am so happy to be here, and I just have to say, I love your energy. I think you're one of the few people that talks as fast as I do. Yeah. I mean, we got to, we got to get a lot in, in a short amount of time and, and you have just such a great bio. And so the place that I want to begin here is this, how did you know that PR was the avenue for you and how has it helped your life? Well, that is such a phenomenal question. It basically, when I left corporate America, you know, I left this very um, impressive job, the corner office, the car allowance, all of the things. And I just decided like it's now my time. Like it's my time to become an entrepreneur. Well, I went into entrepreneurship and I lost all of like the ego driven credibility that I'd had in corporate. So I was asking myself, I'm like, how do I stand out without having to spend five to 10 years, like proving myself? Cause I knew my skills and my talents would transfer to what I was doing, but no one else knew. So I asked myself, I'm like, how do I stand out? And I didn't have the budget at the time for, you know, spending $10,000 a month on Facebook ads to put myself all over the internet. So I had worked as a journalist for years in college, my degrees in journalism, and I worked at a daily paper for a few years. And I just remembered back, I was like, wait a second, when I was an associate editor, I used to go to the fax machine and pick up these press releases on a slow week and look at what stories were pitched to me. And so I said, you know, I think PR is the thing. But I went out there and I reached out to a couple of different companies, got some referrals. And every PR company I talked to was at minimum 3000 a month. Most of them were closer to 5,000. And the other thing is, even if they seemed like they knew what they were doing, they were a reputable company, no one could guarantee results. And the idea of putting in, most of them was a six month contract. So putting in 20 to $30,000 as a new entrepreneur into something that had no guaranteed results 
was frankly terrifying. I was like, absolutely not. So I took a friend of mine who owned her own boutique PR company. She had been a director of PR for some major publicly traded companies, um, ThreadUp and Stitch Fix. And I took her out for a mini petty to, I hate to say pick her brain because I hate that, that, you know, listen, it's like, we always need to make sure we're giving someone the value of their expertise. But I said, let me take you out for a mani-pedi. I want to ask you some questions. And I knew I wasn't her ideal client. She worked in the fashion startup world, but she gave me a couple of tips, just a couple. And I ran with that. And, you know, Jake, one of the things I love most about you that I think you and I are so similar, I feel like we have like brother, sister energy, you know, is you and I are both all about the how-to. And we really live in this world where everyone is about like, oh, here's what you should do. Here's why you should do it. Like we want to give the how-to, like the blueprint to get from where someone's at to where they want to go. So I failed forward beautifully and fantastically. And that first year with about probably 30 hours of work, because keep in mind, I had a very small child and I was pregnant with my second. So I was like, I need this to happen. I need this to work quick. I got 20 national publications or 20 features in national publications doing it very part-time and doing it imperfectly. And every time that I would you know, have a success, I would tweak what I was doing. Well, by the end of the year with all those results, I started having my clients say like, Rebecca, how are you doing this? I went, well, let me show you. But I was showing them the right way, not the way I started. And they were getting triple the results I was getting. I had one client that got featured in Forbes, Reader's Digest, a couple of national magazines on 12 podcasts and five paid speaking engagements in her first 60 days working together. And that's when I was said, okay, this really works. I started to be a lot more intentional. And over the last three years, it has been the differentiator that we have shown entrepreneurs because we know entrepreneurs are probably some of the most purpose-driven, like hardworking people out there. And where they struggle though, is one to differentiate themselves from other people in their space. And they struggle to be seen and paid as experts. And I especially see this as a problem with women, like giving away their time and value and not being compensated for it. So the long answer to your question is what PR does is it one, it gets you in front of ideally your ideal clients in a way that shows you as an expert up front because you're being validated by a third party that they see as an expert, whether that's a publication, a TV channel, a podcast host, you know, at a speaking engagement. And it also puts you into an opportunity where you're not selling, which is actually one of the most monetizable opportunities. Because if someone knows they're being sold to, it's it's can be a turnoff unless they really want what you've got. But if you're coming in as an expert to add value to them and they resonate with you, especially if they can hear your voice in speaking, then they're so much more likely to interact with whatever your free value is, right? Your lead magnets, your opt-ins, and then to ultimately be nurtured into a client. I love how you break this down and I completely agree. Like I'm a how-to type of guy, right? Like I want to learn exactly what works, what doesn't work. And then I want to implement it and tweak it along the way, right? Because for every single person, it's going to be different. Some people are going to put in certain uh, PR efforts and from your teaching or from what they see, and it's going to work really, really well, but they may have a tweak that they do that makes it work better for them, right? And I think that this is something that's so, so, so important but until people start doing that, they may not recognize that. So if you are a new business owner or if you are a new author, what are the ways that we can get started to get PR so that we add even more credibility and authority to who we are? I love, I love that question because there's never a bad time for PR. And I think what most people think is, well, I need to be in my business X amount of time before I'm ready for it. Well, yes, if you're paying $30,000, you better have a ton of cash flow to be able to pay for that, right? 
But, and that's what that I love addressing is really that entrepreneur that doesn't have that amount of income to get there. However, once they do get there, they're not going to need a PR agency because they'll be able to do it on their own. So for example, one of our clients, she was still at her corporate job. She had an idea that she was doing, but really wasn't monetizing at all yet. Was like working on getting ready to launch it, but really knew what her passion was. And we, we taught her how to pitch. And I'll talk a little bit about pitching and how you do not have to be a writer to pitch at all. But she ended up getting 11 national publications in the first 60 days in publications like Bustle and Birdie, which are major online like health publications um, featuring or kind of aimed at women. Well, those 11 publications gave her such credibility that when she went to launch, she was so much more successful than she probably would have been without. Because publicity for publicity's sake, like for vanity's sake, isn't great. But if you're utilizing it to establish your value and establish your expertise, it is literally I think one of the most valuable things, because so many of the ways out there were going to be visible, like the TikToks, the, you know, the Instagram, like the ideas of going viral, those are so flash in the pan. Those can change instantly, but credibility through press, like it's timeless, like it never goes away. So, you know, yes, I could have written for Forbes. My first article came out a year and a half ago, but I'm still a Forbes featured author or a Forbes featured writer. Right. So it doesn't matter. No one's asking like, well, when did you do this? Where if you're you're doing social media content, like you're hoping that what you did last week is still showing up in someone's feed. Mm, mm. So when we talk about PR, I think there's a, there's a misconception for, for a lot of people of understanding what PR is, why you need it and, and these different things. And so you mentioned something that I, that I think is really important. It doesn't matter necessarily where you are in your journey as an entrepreneur um, to get PR. What matters is that you know the right way to approach it for what your goals and intentions are. So how do we, if we are, let's say, let's give two examples here. Let's say we have someone who is brand, brand new and they don't have much proof of concept yet, but they know what they're really good at. And then let's take somebody who has just released their book. They are, they have a, they have a book. They are starting to be seen as this expert, but they're both brand new to PR. How do you pitch yourself? No matter what your skill set is or your experience in, in a way that can actually get you PR. Okay. Love this question. So let's start. Well, actually, before I answer, I want to talk a little bit about the, what I call the visibility ladder and the expert triangle. Cause I think this will really set up the answer. So the expert triangle, like that's what our goal is, right? It's all of us to be seen as an expert, whether we've been in our business a little bit of time. And that's not about pretending to be something we're not. That's about realizing that we bring like unique skills, unique background expertise, right? That those things all do translate. Um, so the idea of the, the expert triangle is it if you, if you draw a triangle out and on the legs, you write V, C, and P, right? One leg is visibility. Visibility is about being seen by a new audience, right? Social media, again, unless you go viral, isn't really visibility. It's actually nurturing your current audience of which 3% at best are going to see it. So that visibility is about getting in front of those new eyes because that is the lifeblood of a business. The C stands for credibility, right? That's having someone actually believe that what you're saying is true, that you can deliver the transformation you promise, right? So if they're signing up for your program, it's like, all right, you know, yes, I see Jake. I know what he does, but the credibility is like, all right, he's created this many bestselling authors. Like I know that what he's saying he does or what he can do actually is true. But then the last is profitability. And this is also very important, right? We want to be in businesses that are about purpose, but that are also for profit. So when you have all three then that's when you're really that go-to well-paid expert. What I see is if either the V or the C are missing, you are not going to have the profitability because you could be hyper credible, but if you have a tiny audience, it's going to be very difficult to sustain 
a good income, right? On the other hand, you could be very visible. So think about like an Instagram influencer, but that doesn't necessarily translate to profitability if they don't believe in something that you can actually monetize, right? So that's the idea of the expert triangle. Moving into the visibility ladder, PR is not what a lot of people think. Um, I think everyone thinks, well, if you get in national news, like you're, it's, you're made, right? You're, you're like going to be amazingly profitable and, and you're the go-to. But they don't understand that some different PR sources or media sources are going to build credibility. Some are going to build visibility. Some are going to build profitability. And some are going to do all of those. So just to give a quick breakdown, the most important thing everyone needs to start with is their online presence. Like, what does your online presence look like? You know, that's something you control. It's cheap or free. So that would be your social media, your website, your blog. Like, what's your digital footprint? If you're pitching yourself as an expert, you need to make sure that when that reporter or producer or podcast host Googles you, that what shows up is aligned with what you're pitching them, right? That you are shown as that go-to expert. So you have control over that. Starting with your email signature. Um, second is like being quoted or featured in a publication. And so that's not a full feature. That's typically like top 10 experts, maybe you're one, or they're asking questions about like, you know, how do you publish a book? They might feature five experts. They put in a paragraph of your information. So that is really helping you one own SEO. That is great credibility because you can put, you know, as seen in US News and World Report or Forbes or whatever those things are, you can put that on your website. You can put that on your social media. It differentiates you. So if someone is looking to hire, you know, you, Jake versus someone else, but they can see you've been featured in all these places, that just makes you more credible. They're more likely to hire you. I will tell you though, I've been featured in hundreds of publications and some of them, it's been, you know, a quote, some of them, it's been a feature. I have never, I'm going to say this because I don't think most people will tell you this and PR companies won't. I have never had someone that said, I saw you in this publication. And so I'm reaching out to you. Now, that doesn't mean that they, if there was what's called a backlink or a link to my website, that they didn't click on my website, sign up for my email opt-in, and ultimately get nurtured by me and become a client. But I'm just saying that no one has ever said, this is where I found you. So again, those are credibility, but not necessarily actually the visibility or the profitability. Okay, now there is an exception with what's called guest posting, which is guest writing for publications, where if they let you feature your links or your call to action to a lead magnet, that that can help you grow your email list. Okay, the third, which is my favorite, is what I call speaking opportunities. So this can be podcasting, this can be videos, right? This is speaking in mastermind groups, this is speaking at events. Speaking is a few things. One, it's visibility. Is it the audience size? Like you could say, oh, well, I'm speaking on this podcast, which gets maybe a thousand downloads, or I'm speaking in front of this group with 30 people versus being seen in US News, it gets, you know, 44 million monthly views. But I will tell you, always pick speaking if you can do one or the other, because speaking is so easy to monetize because people are hearing you or seeing you, right? So they really get a good feel of like, are you the right person? And I'm going to give one example of that when we talk about like the more mature business. Um, but they, they, those, again, those are the opportunities to go for now. Oh, and then TV and magazines would be last, like full features. And same thing with TV. This last year, I've done more than a national a dozen national TV spots. I've never had one person that's like, oh, I saw you on the Daily Flash. I saw you on NBC or CBS or any of the shows I've been on. Who knows? But they look amazing on my speaker reel. And so when you work on the publications and being featured or on the TV, what that does in your bio or in your pitches is it helps you get the speaking engagements and the podcast opportunities. So it's like, you really have to look at all of them, but just understand that they do serve different purposes.
Okay, so going into the brand new person starting out, the best place for them to start, there's two areas. First is actually getting featured and they can do this. I'm gonna give away some of the goods here for you. There is a website called Help a Reporter or Help a Reporter Out, but it's helpareporter.com. Okay, and that website, think of it like a dating site for reporters and sources. So if you wanna contribute your expertise, you're considered a source, right? You're quoted. It is a treasure trove and it's free. I personally recommend the $19 a month version just because you get more capability in it. But that's where I got my first 20. Now I'll, I'll share a little bit about my masterclass later because we do share some best practices because if someone just goes to Hero and tries to use it, it is a little bit like going back to the days of like DOS, you know, in, in like old school computers, it's totally overwhelming. And I've had so many people that are like, I downloaded it. I was overwhelmed. I never did anything. Um, but that is a great place to start. And if you're willing to put in the work, you can get published as long as you are really, you're really niched or I don't want to say controversial, but you're like opinionated in what you're saying because vanilla doesn't work. Um, the second is podcasts and you can start small with podcasts. You can go to those smaller podcasts. There's a few different groups, but matchmaker.fm is another quote dating site for podcast hosts and guests where you can put up a profile and start small once you've landed a few small opportunities, one, you're going to crystallize your message and really learn like how to speak on a podcast. But then secondly, that will open up larger podcasts. So those are two. Now, if you're more experienced, right, you can really show your expertise in business. I would still do both of those things, but I would also apply for some speaking engagements outside of podcast. And I would look straight for TV because again, TV is an amazing way to open doors for those more monetizable experiences. There's so much good information that you just shared. I mean, you gave us the expert triangle, you gave us the visibility ladder, you gave us two different websites that you people can go on and immediately start to get seen. And here's the here's the thing that that I'm taking away from all this because I've tried a lot of these different things is no matter what phase of the business you're in, okay? You need to have some type of PR in your branding. How, why? Because you need credibility. Why? Because you need to be seen as the expert. Now, for those people that have a book or are writing a book, once you have this book, it makes everything you've just said a lot easier. Okay. And when you have a book, it's easier to pitch yourself. It's easier to talk about yourself. It's easier to be seen as the expert. And so people start to say yes, more frequently for people that have a book or want to write a book. How much, in your opinion, how much easier is it to get on podcasts? How much easier is it to get on TV? How much easier is it to help fill out your expert triangle and climb the visibility ladder? Oh, I love working with authors because it's just the easiest thing in the world for a few reasons. One, you've already got that credibility as an author, especially if you're a best-selling author. Number two is that your message is really already crystallized. Like you can pull content straight from your book, your expert topics, I call them, which are you know, usually with my clients, we work on five to seven expert topics. They come straight from your chapters, right? You have tools, especially if you're writing nonfiction, which I know is what you work on as well. So from a TV standpoint, I mean, it depends slightly on the show. I would say it probably anywhere from five to 10 X is your chances of being picked up or getting your pitch accepted. And there's one reporter I specifically work with. And ironically, I was writing a press release for one of our clients who had just released a best-selling book. And I you know, put the press release out there on what's called the AP wire um, and I had this report or this, this producer that wrote to me and she's like, Oh, this sounds amazing. I'd love to book her. Well, after she booked her, I do what I do with every relationship I ever build, whether I'm booking for myself or for a client, which is after that first opportunity, I, I say, you know, thank you so much. Send them gifts or a, or a card or something. 
um, what else would serve your audience? Because if it's for a client, then I'll pitch myself. If it's for myself, then I'll pitch one of my best clients, right? And she said, well, I'm always looking for other best-selling authors. And I was like, unbelievable. Because like you, you know, it's something we really promote to our clients as well. And so we've got a, a lot of clients that have uh, published books. And so just on that show alone, in the last four months, I have booked out 12 national TV segments and I'm not paying anything. And now I've got this amazing relationship with this producer. So it makes it so much easier because one, just in the subject line, when you're pitching, you know, I get pitches and, and now that you've got your podcast, I'm sure you're already getting them as well, right? You get like so many pitches from podcast guests or potential guests. If the subject line says best-selling author, I am going to open that email where a lot of times I don't even open it. I file it for like when I'm really dry on guests, because most of the time, most of us that are podcast hosts, we're pretty well networked. We can typically fill our guest roster just with people we know. So you have got to stand out when you're pitching really to anything. And being a best-selling author is like the best way. I mean, I'd say best-selling author, TEDx speaker, those are probably the two most powerful. Um, or if you've built a massive company and like sold it or been valued high, that's maybe number three. But let's think about which ones are more accessible. Building a company is going to be the most difficult. TEDx's are also, I mean, it's, it's easier to write a best-selling book than it is to land a TEDx. Especially when you work with big idea to bestseller. That's what we do is we make it as easy as possible. But here's literally the, as, as we start to wrap up here, you know, I, I really want to make this this point that we're talking about. You started off by saying when you got into entrepreneurship and you looked at PR, three thousand dollars a month, five thousand dollars a month. That's 30, 40, 50, 60 thousand dollars of upfront capital that you need. But then we kind of just got to this point where if you have a book. Not only are you five to 10 X in your chances, but you can learn how to do it and get it for free. And this is what you do. This is how you teach people. You, you have workshops, set seminars. This is what your program does and how you help people. So I'm curious, how can we continue to learn more PR strategies from you? How can we learn how to get booked on more podcasts, maybe get a TV appearance? That's what we want. Like, what do you have in your arsenal or what do you have that's coming up here that we can um, get involved with to learn more from you uh, as we move forward in our own journeys? Yes. So I have a live training that I offer weekly that I would highly recommend. And it's free. It's about an hour long. It's called become Pressworthy, And it's just based on this idea that you know, your vision deserves visibility, right? We're all here because we have a vision. And what I teach on it is three secrets. One is how to book really big media features to get seen in front of potential clients and customers without having to build funnels or special connections or paying for ads. Secret two is that journalists, podcasters, publishers actually need new content all the time and specifically how to get national press by feeding what we call the content machine. Even if you don't have a big brand, even if you're not, you know, you haven't been in business for five years. And the last one that I give away on this is I give away a four in one pitch template. So this pitch template has put me in front of millions of potential customers, you know, landed hundreds of press opportunities. And it is literally a plug and play where they can customize it. That works for a podcast for thought leadership, for speaking engagements, and for TV, plus a bunch of other stuff. So they can find that on my website, which is Rebecca Cafiero, C-A-F-I-E-R-O.com forward slash become press worthy. And again, we offer that every single week for free. And then also once you opt in um, for that live training, we'll send you information on how to become part of our visibility lounge Facebook groups. And I do a live training in there, either myself or a guest expert every Tuesday morning 
for 30 minutes and it's high value and it's on PR, but it's also on how do you actually utilize PR in your business? Because it's really important that again, it's not just vanity metrics, but like, how do you use that for client acquisition, client retention, increasing your rates, like all of those things that really gives you a robust business using PR as a differentiator. I love it. So we have the website. You guys know what to do already. We support our guests that come on the show. We build in this team game. So make sure to go check that out and we'll make sure that's all linked up for you guys. And then how do we connect with you personally? Is there a way to, to connect with you? Maybe your, what's your website for everybody that's just to connect with you or your Instagram or, or your best method of communication? Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Rebecca Cafiero. Shoot me a DM. Or you can just send me an email, Rebecca at RebeccaCafiero.com. Um, or, you know, go to my website and I've got the pitch template and a couple of other goodies for you. But, you know, definitely don't be a stranger. I mean, my my whole mission is to remove the gatekeeper. Like maybe it's that I'm an Aquarius or a, a seven on the Enneagram, but like I can't stand someone saying like, you can't have this unless you're willing to pay X, Y, and Z for it. So I've really done my best to be able to demystify PR. And so even someone that's not like joining one of our, you know, our paid programs, like they'll still get such amazing value. And we've seen hundreds of publications just from the free information we give. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and I know what you do works. You've spoken to our group. We're in the same mastermind. I've put into practice some of the things you said. My assistant has been able to pitch more successfully. Everything that you've talked about just now is the real deal. So if you guys are listening to this right now, make sure to go check out Rebecca on Instagram. Joe, go check out her training. Look, this whole show is designed to help you become the best version of yourself. This whole show is to help you understand how do you use a book to get to the next level? How do you build your business with a book? Rebecca knows what to do. Go check her out. Go learn from her. And I will see you all on the next episode. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jake Kelfer, and we'll set up a time to chat. And if you really like what you heard today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you took 30 seconds to subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends. Together, we are changing the game one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!